Alright guys, welcome back to the Rambling Gamers Podcast. Today we're doing a quick short. It's going to be uh, between Alex and myself. Uh, you will know him also. <clears throat> You'll also know him as you know Captain Coconut as well. But uh, right now, the whole game plan that him and I are going to be doing on this short is actually talking about a MOBA game called Smite. Which I'm pretty sure you guys know, you know, MOBA games, League of Legends, Dota, you know, Smite, you, you know how they go. They're all the same, same concept. You got a group of characters, usually up to five, two in the bot lane, one ADC, one support, one tank that's usually in the top lane or can swap over to mid lane depending on the role or jungle. Well, depending on the, on the character and what they can do. Then, of course, you have a mid laner, who's usually a mage or sometimes a fighter. And then you got a jungle, who's a wide wide, wide range of different types of characters. And I'm definitely excited about this, by the way, just because it's like that 10-year celebration they have on right now. So I think it's the perfect time to really mm -hmm. discuss like how those 10 years have been, you know? And especially since uh, me personally, I started way back when, during around... Oh, I'd want to say I started up around season two era, so like probably probably mid season one, end of season one, start of season two, is when I officially started playing Smite. So I'm an old head when it comes to it. But, yeah, I start picking up to like midway through season five, so there's definitely a gap there. But I've so this would be interesting to see. Like I don't I don't know about you, or I've I played like Joust has just definitely been like my favorite. Uh, game mode of five. Like I don't mind conquest, but like I don't know, three on three for me is just always been a very balanced game mode. Right. Which I mean, in Smite, it's a extremely balanced game mode. Like, uh, ex well, eh, it can be. Depends on what gods you know you're going up against. Because if you're going, because if you get like I don't know, let's just throw it out there. Uh, go up against a Cabracken with a uh, chalk and then you have like an aphrodite or some shit like that or you know, or like cupid or something just to try and keep the health up you know that that, that would get annoying after a while yeah of course you're gonna have guys that are obviously either just meta or just overpowered because either just joined recently in the game and then they're consistently getting banned and just if you're playing ranked but i think Oh, I don't know, man. What was the like classes that you really kind of saw? It was a guardian mainly for you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, guardian, and uh, I I stuck more with guardian and uh, warrior, but like I dabbled every once in a while in mage and hunter and assassin. Like you know, I've I've dabbled and played all of, all of the roles, but I've mainly stuck with guardian the most. That I know, I I remember f my first mage. I started with a mage, and I started with Rob when I like I first started, and like. I just the learning curve of this game is insane right like i don't know how long it took you to kind of get a full grasp of like the way this game is played but i know it took me a good like i think like five six months before i was like okay now i'm not dying every four seconds because i realized what i'm supposed to be like building and to counter build and things like that a little bit mm -hmm. so like, this game isn't well, for everyone some people like try to jump right in and it's just they just get destroyed they don't understand like, well, for, for for me, I'd want to say it was a little easier, but that's just because like you know I came from I came from League of Legends and bounced over to Smite, so pretty much the 100 exactly the same game. Just looks just looks and plays a little different, but you know MOBAs are MOBAs. They all they all play the same, well, except for I mean, except for Dota. 
except for Dota. It's true. Dota I mean, they're doing something right because they're popular. Extremely yeah. popular. And Honestly, when I first heard of Smite, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just going to be like a one like one-off thing that you know is going to come out and maybe make some waves for a little bit and then die off because League of Legends was you know League of Legends at that time but no I'm kind of shocked to be completely wrong about it actually I'm kind of happy that I'm wrong about it because you know it's a good game annoying as hell shows, but... yeah I mean obviously this game's also on PC but it just goes to show like I mean League's not on consoles so it's we're able to get a broader mm -hmm. Uh, player base as well which is super helpful especially with cross-platform right do, do you remember how many gods by the way like you started out when you in the very beginning like how many gods did they originally start with because we're up to 123 oh, now which is insane yeah they're uh well back in the og days they were pumping out god the joke with smite is that they pumped out gods almost once a month that was the whole gag with smite for the longest time is that because pretty much as soon as you logged on to the game one one or two months later boom there was a new champion that, there was a new guy that got released and everyone's like what the heck just happened so it was it was pretty ridiculous but of course um like for assassins you would have like uh kamazats was still was there he was one of the originals if I'm, no no kamazats wasn't one of the originals uh, it was fenrir uh uh, Loki was one of the originals. Bakasura was one of the originals. Kali. Um, I want to say Mercury, of course, was one of the OGs. You got Thor, Thanatos. You, know, you, 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 got, you got the usual ones. But honestly, I got to say Bakasura is very different now than what he originally was back in like season one, season two. Just like not, not even just his play style, but his skins and the way that he like the way that he looks is so different than what he originally should what he originally was how do you feel with the uh, smites cosmetics do you feel like they do a, a fairly decent job do you feel like a lot of them are just like a lot of recolors like some like games do when they make out new skins i mean some pretty mm. creative skins i feel like some of them are over the top like but yeah some, some of them, them are like awesome like the chibis, some of them can... the chibis are good. yeah the chibis are really good uh, ironically enough, kind of going back with Bakasura, one of my all-time favorite skins of his is actually his uh, Feaster Bunny skin. Oh, it's dude. terrifying. That's, that's, that's terrifying watching him ult at you, and he's just mm -hmm. like massive attack speed just in your face, and you're just like, I can't do nothing. No, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy because that's that skin and his Death Machine are the only two skins where you see classic Bakasura. Only two skins. Everything else is new age Bakasura, and it's kind of I don't know. I kind of feel like they should have a classic skin for all of the OG original season one, season two gods, in my opinion, because that would be really cool. Yeah, the I feel like right now they're like kind of like lacking on like giving us the opportunity to go back and getting like I mean I get I get at the same time I guess like like oh like these. Skins are kind of reserved for, oh, you played at the very beginning and you earn, like, we should not let anyone else get that because they weren't, you know, around at that time frame. But why? Why not? Like, it's just a skin, you know what I mean? It's not like it changes that gameplay. Right. Well, there's, well, there's also uh, certain skins, too, that are, like, exclusivity skins. Like, for instance, Ymir, he has probably the biggest roster of, ex of exclusive skins possible. But it kind of makes sense though, because he was one of the OG original gods. 
and actually one of his uh one of First his hardest skins well, well actually no one of his easiest skins to get but not a lot of people did it at the time was getting the cacodemon skin because actually it was probably one of the easiest things to do i think you had to like i think you had to follow twitch uh uh smite on twitch and then like uh do something else i can't remember exactly what it was it was like very simple uh mechanic to, do, to get that skin though but that was way back in the day during season one season two era when that skin was was able to be bought and well not bought but like you know by acquired through different means than just playing Yeah, it's it's amazing how people complain about like oh like oh we don't have like can't get these skins ever again and like they had the opportunity they didn't even try for it when especially when mm. that's simple. God, we're on season of, nine of her ranks. Out of, out of every god that uh, is in this game, who do you personally think is the most annoying? So. I'm gonna give you two. One is like more of like a, if you're dealing with like your tank, and one if you're dealing with more like a you know consistent damage dealer, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, when it comes to dealing with with tanks, I, I think I just if you can play an insanely good freaking oh, dude. Okay, yeah, that's definitely Kumba, man. Like Kumba is just uh, with his consistent CC, especially like in Joust, with how much CC chain he has. Of, like, no one's hitting you when he messes you. That mess can hit you for like five seconds, mm -hmm. especially if no one's touching you. A CC chain well, not is only, unreal. Well, not only that, just like the instant going right into stunning, stun locking you down. Like it's, it's massive. He's so strong. Super strong, and now with this Morgan Le Fay that came out, you know, a little while ago, like I mm -hmm. think she, her CC kit is the, one of the most annoying of all mages right now. So that's gonna be my second pick because, it's, especially that Joust lane, and if she just consistently throwing out that poke out there and like fear, I don't know if it's like a fear or like a whatever she does that kind of like taunts you away almost. Or the big way, I think it's a fear. But Max with them. What about you? At least, I don't know how much you played recently. I know we, you know, I've played a few games up on occasion, but I don't know if you found a guy that's definitely super annoying to you lately. So, me personally, and this is, and I'm actually looking at all the gods right now. I have Smite booted up right now on my Xbox, just staring at all the gods. Benzies. Yep. And out of every single god in this game, which there are a lot, there's only truly two gods that I could think of that are toxic and just very annoying to go up against and that would be satan himself cupid and gilgamesh so i feel like the thing with gilga is if i feel like you need more for like follow-up everyone in the house now is just like he he dives in and all you do as long as you avoid his kick like you're good like so if you have cool. if you have good follow-up especially if he sets you up dude i mean his alt slow is not was yeah, like a knock-up pull back into it yeah well the most annoying thing about it too is that anytime i've gone up against like a gilgamesh they're always on point with their stuff like they're always hitting all their abilities they're always landing everything they're like they're always in your face it's insane of how good they are and then like you try to play as him and it, and you're like bro i i don't get him i don't understand how 
some people like they play gods man and they just they learn the ins and outs and it's just it's amazing how just like you know the difference between you know me playing one god for a year straight and then you playing 45 gods for you know a whole year <laughs> yeah like, i picked that one god and you played 45 different gods more than likely my god's gonna outplay your other gods because you've been jumping around but i'm the one of those yep. people that jump around you know what i mean like i like I'm definitely a guardian main now, but I started out as a mage main. Like Capri is life for me, you know. Like mm-hmm. I think my Capri's up to what's he up to right now? Let me check this episode. But I think he's up to like seven stars, which is like nothing compared to most people. But eight stars, actually. Shoot, I, don't, I actually, I actually don't even have any of my gods starred yet. How many? Uh, what are you looking at? For like your profile, for your stats, for what you got, um, gods, totals 123. Do you have any? How many diamonds do you have? I'll tell you. Um, go to my profile real quick. Should be at the top left there. I got 27 at the moment. <laughs> Apparently, I don't have any. <laughs> you have zero diamonds. <laughs> yep, zero diamonds. I forgot how long of a <laughs> I forgot how long of a break you took. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing wrong with being versatile. I mean, because I'm sure if you look at your worshippers, I mean, how many do you have? Any nines, eights? You have something. Uh, I have two sevens, uh, a couple threes, a lot of twos, a lot of ones. But the ones that are my highest played, though, just so happen to be, you know, Ares and Kumbakarna. Was there a specific reason that you kind of stopped playing Smite? Was it like something happened that, in the game or was it just, you know, life or what? Uh, for me, it was more... It was more a mixture of a lot of things because uh, I was having issues with... Um, with just playing the game and any time that I played it, I felt like I wasn't either contributing well to the team that I was on or I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was playing, you know, to the best of my ability that I could. So I just figured, fuck it, I'll stop playing for a while. And you know, if I feel the need to go back, I'll, you know, I'll go back. And, you know, after a couple of years of, not playing smite i randomly was like you know what? i'm gonna put up smite again i'm gonna boot it up and see what it's like see what's changed and yeah it's, after that i was like eh, okay might as well keep it on you know and there's it's one of those games where like you know even if you do take a break and you come back into it not s- enough won't change to where it's gonna be too much if that makes mm-hmm. sense i mean like you know you can jump back into it and not completely just like it's destroyed like you'll still have some sort of because you understand the base gameplay now but mm-hmm. uh how do you how do you think with do you think it's just the consistent multiplayer that keeps people coming back with replay for its replayability or i mean because that's got to be what's holding this game right like it's just with how everyone being different with different because I mean, people play conquest all the time but there's multiple different game modes how can people just sit there and play conquest all the time or like joust all the time i wonder why what do you think it is do you think that draws people in is it just the competition um honestly 
I personally feel like it's the different style of uh, of of a gameplay for a MOBA because most MOBAs, if you know, are you know top are screens top down, and with Smite, it's you know over the shoulder, you know third person over the shoulder camera. So it's it's a little more. It feels more personal when you're playing Smite than when you're playing other MOBAs because other MOBAs, you know, you're looking down and you're like, oh, I'm, you know, looking on top, I'm looking above these characters, so I have a, you know, a better perspective of it. But in Smite, you're pretty much face to face with the enemy team. So like, let's say, uh, you know, let's say you're playing as I don't know, as like uh, her as uh, Hermes. Um, uh Agni. let's say you're playing Agni, and you know you're running around you're you're trying to survive you're doing what you can and then all of a sudden out of nowhere just completely out of nowhere sir cat comes up right up on your ass and just stand just stomps you into the ground and then jumps over a freaking wall and disappears and then you're like what the heck what just happened you know in most bobas you would see that shit I have a moment to flash away, but with Smite, if you're looking the if you're looking the wrong way, you don't see her until too late. And we feel like you know you're being attacked, you're being assaulted from from out of nowhere kind of deal. So it's it just feels more personal to me when it comes to Smite than any other kind of you know MOBA game. So yeah, and at least so there's more challenge that's than why. being over the shoulder. Think yeah, with that for sure, because especially more tunnel vision is likely to happen if it's over the shoulder. Oh, games, I feel like an overhead. But. Oh, so. so true. Once you see red, you see red, and that's it. You can't, you can't stop seeing red. <laughs> At least that's how I am. Whenever I'm playing assassin, hey, I, I, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people. They'll just tower die. Like you get down to like you know your last couple hundred health there, and they're just seeing that red. They're just gonna be trying to dive you, and they don't even pay attention how many tower shots they're taking. Sometimes and it's amazing how kill hunger people get when this game's oh, on. Like, Apollo like players, all of them. Apollo players. <laughs> yeah, man. But, calling them out right now, Apollo players, man. <laughs> but this game isn't. I mean, obviously, you need to kill. You need to kill gods to help you towards your objective. That's not your goal. Is like killing the gods isn't the main goal. The goal is to you know whether it's you know to you know, destroy the enemy's titan. So like, it's just amazing sometimes when like, why would you sacrifice yourself dying for a chance to get one kill? Like people were like, I don't. I mean, I, I'm I'm just as bad as some people. Like, you get the kill and you die, you be like worth it. But is it really though? Because you're still the same amount of gold now. You both just died. No one really won up anybody. See, it it all it, honestly for those moments, it all depends on uh, on if you're getting a shutdown or if they're and if they're getting a shutdown on you. Now, if if you if you're able to kill the uh, uh, the person on the enemy team that has like. The highest kill rate and is leading the team with kills and you get that yeah, shutdown gold and like no, that makes sense yeah and, and like you know you're like you're playing like let's say you're playing like uh like janos or something and you get that shutdown gold and like let's say it's you know a 1500 shutdown gold that's a big win on your end and especially if you're only worth like maybe 500 gold shit you you're literally a thousand gold ahead of of almost that entire team so you know for those instances i can see that uh, yeah, for yeah, a lot of instances I'm seeing, I'm talking like it's like five or six minutes in, first blood's mm -hmm. already happened, and then like 
One guy just happens to down to like 20% and then he just goes in, dives, bombs him with his ult, but then also gets killed at the same time because right. he's taking tower shots. So like, but so like, what was that really worth it? Because now the score is still you know two to one as opposed to two and zero. Oh, if you could have killed mm -hmm. him before he went in tower. And another thing is, so this game, you would agree that there's a lot of strategy involved in this game, yes? Oh so, yeah, yeah. There's there's right. a lot of strategy. There's a lot of things, little little tiny things that most people don't that one make thing about this, this game what it is. Yeah, man. I know. Like, I feel like, um, you know, one thing I've I've noticed I've, I've recently in my personal my experiences with the Smite community, and I play, and this is my experiences from a lot of Joust. Right. This is I do a lot of LFGs for Joust. I'm sure you see me posting all the time for it. Mm. You know, and it's just I I feel like you, the fight's not going your way the first like three four minutes in, and my, I have people tossing up surrenders and like just trying to quit and just saying, "Oh, it's over, guys!" Like we lost. I'm like. In ja especially in Joust, like I mean, honestly, like you get 15, 16 minutes in, one side changes the game. Yeah, like so, like the, like, like the game that you and I had not that long ago. Where, yeah, man, and where, it's just amazing, like that, because like you're not gonna know like how people are playing like two or three minutes in. Like, I mean, you can change your gameplay up. Like, how you about to decide yeah, like, a game in the first few minutes? Yeah, like, how, how many kills did we have at the end? We had what six. And the enemy team had like 23 or something like that, and we still yeah, won. Yeah, it, it was like seven to like to their 20, right? They were stomping the piss out of us at the beginning, but they choked near the end, mm -hmm. and we deicided them and just walked up the middle and won. And and that's and that's what I'm saying. We were still behind. You no, know, at one point we were behind like almost four levels. One of us was behind like almost four levels, and we still came mm -hmm. back and won. It is. I'm not saying it's possible every time, especially if you're going against a team that's like super skilled. But I mean. You're not gonna get better at tossing up the forfeit flag. Well, it also like, depends on what game mode you're in, though. Cause like, cause there's certain game modes that if you can tell as soon as like you reach that that first ten minute mark, well, even before that, even if, once you reach that first seven minute mark, like let's say an assault. Oh man, some teams that you go up against, you see that like you see that seven minute mark, and you're like, please. Just make this a 10 minute surrender. Oh my god, I don't want to deal with this. No, it, and, I, I understand if you notice the team is like purposely like killing you and backing away and like l making trying to farm you. Okay, fine. But if like they're generally trying to go ahead and like finish the game play out, like I, I, I personally would rather get the experience and trying to play through as much of the game as I can to see how I can find a way to get better. Because if I'm just throwing away the throwing in the towel and not practicing, to try to beat them, how am I supposed to get better? At least that's how I'm looking at it. You know what I mean? And so I understand where that you know that pro that thought process comes from for people. It's, it's infuriating because you just want to you want to play and you want to have fun, and no one's having fun when they're getting you know stomped to the ground. Nobody is. But you're you're not getting. I I was always thought in the process like honestly the best way I learn is by losing. I mean I win. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but those those matches that I do lose, I I. I figure out more than I do than winning, and I feel it's just I, I just wish that a lot of people, at least I've noticed, I think would be better if we could just be okay with accepting a loss and just dealing with it, or at least asking, hey, are we all cool if we surrender to get into one faster? Some people just like just quit. Like if you don't surrender, like they just stop playing the game. Period. There's a reason it's a vote. So it's just it's unfortunate that way. Mm. I mean, un unfortunately, I have been 
privy to do that a few different times before, but that was that was way back. <laughs> it was actually like I want to say like three years ago or something. I would do that because I was uh, I was just getting petty at the game. That was around the time when I just I just couldn't. I just had to stop playing because I was like, yeah, I can't. Everyone has. I mean, everyone has that moment. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, for me, I was playing with actually someone who was on my friends list. I'm on Xbox in a match, and the match just it was so bad. Like, I mean, to like he said he was gonna do this, and like the, like the opposite. And I was already on like a six game losing streak before I even joined his game, and then like it just it, they steamrolled us in less than ten minutes. I just shut off the game and I, I stopped playing for like almost a year, and then I just hop right back in. So I guess the game has its moments for sure. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, it, it always gets drawn back. Uh, that's that again. Kind of comes to uh, like, you know, what's your personal, uh, like, uh, what, what's the word? Um, what's your personal like, uh, like, not really stress relief video game, but uh, guilty pleasure. Like okay. it's kind of one of those yeah. things. Cause like for me, Destiny 2 is my guilty pleasure when it comes to video games, even though it oh, really like shouldn't and be. Gears a little me for the day I die. Yeah, so, like I can always hop me into good gears, but um, oh, I guess the one other thing also I could think about just um with the game modes, right? So currently now the game modes are Conquest Arena slash Joust Assault, right now was. I'm, I'm assuming it was. Was it Siege when was that around in the beginning, or that coming later on? No, Siege, Siege was Siege was Jerry uh, was an OG original. I I'm not was it? Yeah, I'm kind of sad that they got rid of it. Okay, that's what that that was coming up to my question. Then, so how do you feel now they change it to Slash? I haven't mm. had a chance to play Slash yet. Well, Slash. Slash to me is a mixture of both Clash and Siege. That's yeah, what that's I've what gathered. That's what I've gathered. In my personal opinion, worst decision they've ever made. Getting rid of uh, getting rid of Siege and Clash, worst decision. Because people played those modes. Those were those were very popular game modes, especially Siege. Siege was very popular, so I don't know why they got rid of that game. It, it must have. It must have fallen off near these later seasons because, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Because I, I love Siege personally. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, especially because a lot of the times I really only could get a four-man group. I never really had that fifth. So mm -hmm. Siege was definitely the way to go. At. So I'm definitely yeah, kind of so bummed that they took out that route. And I think, I think they should have made Slash if they wanted to add a camo code Slash, get rid of Clash and add Slash mm -hmm. and keep Siege. You know, Clash was just basically a game I went into, and just it was basically a mini. Almost at one point, it felt like it was a mini assault. One, just people just picked one little lane and just pushed straight up it. Well, and then just I, well, I personally felt like uh, Clash was true between assault and, ironically enough, a mixture between assault and siege. <clears throat> that's the way I've always looked. That's the way I always looked at Clash. Like without you know yeah. having something to push, but just like the way that excuse me the way the map was designed and everything it just kind of yeah. reminded me of, Sie of siege a little bit yeah i mean and if you look at most of these maps like i mean if you look at the slash map and even the joust map and like there, there's not that much difference in it 
like like if you, the layout i mean well obviously the the background's different but i'm saying like the actual like layout itself you got your camps on the left and right sides and like big boss in the middle i mean obviously your joust map it you've got the bosses on the side but you still have camps well, on, the, on, the, on the sides there etc well you gotta also admit too like the whole changing of the joust arena map itself was to me that's that's that was drastic when i came back and saw that i was like huh when did they do this because you know i don't ever recall joust, you know that style of map it used to be a lot different i think the season three joust map was my personal favorite when they had that map out. While I was playing. So when it I do comes like that they change the maps though. Yeah, no, that because is I think cool. it's, it's, right. just, it's just a, it's a little weird. Now one one game mode that I personally wish they would have gotten rid of and changed for and swap out for Siege was Arena. What I, would you suggest that people start as playing then when they when they first learn to play the game would you figure it has to be joust honestly god i don't really even know now you know because I, I, I think the only reason i think arena has its place is because what what do you think of when, okay, when you first got this, when you first started playing this game, or which was the first thing in your in your mind when when you started playing this game, what was the first thing you were gonna try to do? You were gonna you were gonna try to go kill some other mf'er, right? You know what I mean? Like that's what you were trying to do. And so I and I think arena gives you a chance for everyone to just go ahead, dive bomb, practice learning how to throw their kit out there, and just practice how to burst someone down as fast as they can and how their kit works. I think that's really what arena is for. And then you can kind of start dabbling, okay, now we go into Joust, and it's like basically kind of practicing a one-lane, like, conquest idea. And then you got an Assault, where it's just 5 on 5 I think there's, they kind of lay it out to where it's like, each game mode is practicing one aspect of conquest. At least that's what I would, that's what at least I'm looking at. I could, I could be wrong, like, you know, you got Assault, Assault's you practicing the, you know, that 5v5 lane push-up team fight you know where joust is is kind of practicing your solo like either your duo or solo lane practice um where you can you look at arena just kind of practicing going around and working on your, your alts and like i said your and your kit so i th i personally think that's why they did it i mean i have to talk to them but i think arena has its place I mean, yeah, it's, it is also a quick, you know, quick tutorial to show you like which buffs are what and what they look like too. So, oh, yeah, it's, it's, <clears throat> it, it, it. I mean, it's, it's the, something, uh, I guess, but well, I was, I was going to ask if you tried the, uh, uh, the Odin's onslaught yet. So I have. I, I played a few games of it. It's like uh, it's like five two like teams of two, 
and mm. you're trying to get up to 35,000 gold and you can do it by either killing the jungle monsters or their players, etc. Um, it, it's kind of intense because you, you're, you're trying to counter build four other teams at the same time. You know, it's like, so you got everyone's different play, like mindset that you're trying to figure out. But, uh, I, w I was struggling with it, but I only, I only played like three games, you know, so I'm sure I just need more practice with it. Right. But it's cool so that they added these little adventures. I, I like the, the like the three on three, like the three person adventures when you actually went and like fought like an NPC type thing. Like, do you remember, I don't remember what it was, what the ex event was called, but it was like, there was like 12, like, I think it was like 12 waves where you actually had to go in and like fight, like, whatever god was in the middle and killed them and like each wave got harder and, like it was like you're like this big ice circle that kept pushing you back i don't know if this is ringing a bell to you. Mm -mm. i don't think i ever played that yeah. it was it was really cool man it was adventure like it was kind of almost like the 12 like dick you know kind of like based off of the like 12 days of christmas song where you had to get through 12 levels and each level the wave you had to handle that had to do with some type of christmas thing so it was kind of Cool, they threw into in that. They, so, hmm. there's definitely some things in it that they use to keep it with the festive themes, which is a lot of people enjoy. So, I guess overall, what uh, how long do you think this community is gonna last? This white community, do you do you think this game's gonna be able to stay, or do you think this game's only got a few years left? How much more can Honestly, they do? We're up to 123 gods. Well, that's the thing, though, because they could technically add a lot more. Because if, if we're going, even adding weren't even really gods. I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, Merlin. Like, he's not our King Arthur. That's not mythology, yeah. guys. Like, gods of mythology. Yeah, I mean, there there are some of them. Like, you know, Baba Yaga. She's not a god. She's, All right. you know actually a boogie technically the boogeyman so i mean they they got stuff like that you know and where it's where it's kind of like huh, a little weird but there are there are actually a lot of different gods that they could also bring in because honestly there's a couple more norse gods that i'm kind of shocked they haven't brought in was there anyone which ones in particular are you hoping they're bringing in then I, ironically enough, wouldn't mind seeing uh, seeing a couple of Odin's brothers. That would be kind of cool. But I don't know if they'd actually be able to bring him, well, bring them into uh, into the game because I don't know if there's really any uh, description on Odin's brothers. Yeah, I personally haven't like looked into enough mythology or this game, like with what their their plans are with that. Uh, do you follow any of the SPLs? Because a lot of people, the conquest, or is that just are you just something that you just you if you hear it you, about about it, you'll just still you'll hear about it. Like you're not gonna sit. There. Mm. Honestly, I'm not too sure. I watched uh, a few 
of some SPL games like a, a couple years ago, uh, and like over on Twitch and stuff. And I'm telling you, man, it was like honestly, watching these pros play, it's intense, man. Like I never thought I'd actually, because like, I, I at first I was like, how can people watch other people play video games like like that, you know? But oh, that competition, you, oh, you're... I actually watch the SPL, it's my yeah. pro leagues, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what it was. I I completely forgot that that's what they call the uh, Smite Pro Leagues, the SBL, because I'm so used to uh, the so used to just having just knowing LOL, the League of Legends uh, Pro Leagues oh, and shit nice. like that. So yeah, no, Smites. I've seen actually. Yeah. No. Now that you mentioned that, I have seen a couple of uh, like the pro teams go up against each other in Smite, and there is a there was a couple of them back in the day that were a little intimidating. Not even gonna lie. But I really haven't seen any of the uh, the new age teams and you know what they've been looking like or anything. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking through because uh, I just I like seeing now some of these new teams with the esports. Um, and for anyone who's who does follow. Just be able to hopefully see how well your team is doing. A lot of these teams are pretty neck and neck right now, man. I mean, both the Dragons and the Bolts are seven and five. Titans are seven and four right now. Kings are seven and four, and the Vizen seven and three. Scarabs. I mean, a lot of. Oh, oh, never mind. I'm reading it wrong. So we got five and two for the Dragons and Bolts and Warriors, and then four and three for the Titans and Kings. And then the Vizen. Yeah, man. I mean, these teams. That's are not pretty, bad. No, man. These teams are pretty even. Um, so Which, I, I'm gonna look at Moken to see when their next game is because I want to see. Uh, I want to try to look into it again. I want to watch a new match and see what's changed the new season stuff. Oh, one's gonna actually well, play it was at one o'clock. And, and honestly, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of interesting too because all, all those pro players as well they like. They've been playing for so long that they know not just the meta, but like they know so many different types of builds and like what can work and what can't on you know specific gods and everything. It's quite intimidating because I mean, me sometimes I just I just sometimes throw shit together and I'm just like, you know what, this this looks good. This will work together with this. Let's go. Let's do it. And yeah, it and, just some and tends to work somehow. And you can, I mean, and you can get away with that, I'm sure, at, for a while up until like you start playing, you know, series like what in ranks and stuff, and you get to. Mm -hmm. I would, I would assume that like late gold, early plat level is when it probably gets extremely tough, mm -hmm. extremely tough, you know, and you know the counter building just becomes. A necessity and understanding like what items work better with your god because like, you can't like i can't just sit there and build you know as good as the you know as good as let's say soul gem is right as great as soul gem is of an item not every one of my gods going to be viable with soul gem every single match for a mage mm -hmm. you know and i just like so just i can't just consistently keep picking soul gem now obviously every god has core items you know you're talking you know whatever your starter item you want to you want to build or most most pages chronos pendant is everyone's go-to or rata tahiti you know mm -hmm. so you have your core but i mean the other items are interchangeable but with 
that with knowing other gods and how they you know how they work is really how you choose to counter build and that's the thing too because knowing like that as you said knowing how they work <clears throat> you know it's that that's the number one thing that i feel like a lot of people don't tend to like read into which again is really hard <clears throat> excuse me like right now because of how many gods there are like back in the day it was so easy to know like what one what this god did and like how to counteract that god and what to use and what to bring in and everything like that but now sometimes it's a little difficult because you're like shit who do i who's who are they bringing in are they doing like full mage build are they doing hybrid are they all doing tank tank like what are, what's going on and a lot of these oh, new yeah. items now it, it, that's you know hybrid is is meta you know mm -hmm. so like not only are they like just be able to take the damage they're dealing it right back to and what is uh this, the warrior item right now i've been seeing oh well okay. warriors axe for their starter has been killing it lately mm -hmm. i've noticed uh there's been a yeah, lot I, of um yeah, actually hammer I've, uh, I've, as well. I've actually uh been rocking warriors axe series anytime i've been playing as a minute work it, it slaps on him i don't even know why but it just slaps Ironically enough, there's one build that I'm really sad that they got rid of in this game, but it's kind of because it was super cheese and it was overly broken and everyone was doing it. It's called Verm Vroom Sidon. I was going to say it's the Speed Sidon, because that's mm -hmm. usually the go-to, man. Yeah, uh, I had a, Sidon, I had a Crickulius build for a while. Crickulius was a, was a fun one. I would If I could hit him in there... I just would like that like, hit him into a wall and then just hit him once with my <laughs> my hammer with full crit and just like kill him. It was ridiculous. I mean, I, I was super squishy and died in a few a few seconds after. But if I got a right. hold of you, you weren't getting away. You were not going anywhere. You were dead. Like it was well, two that, shot. Well, that's the thing too. Like way back in the day, like it, man, spite was so crazy back then when when you were starting to play when I was you know, big into playing Smite and everything. The meta was just whatever. People were coming up with the most ridiculous builds and they were working. And it's like, now it's kind of, okay, this is the build that, you know, that works best, go this. Don't, you know, don't innovate yeah. because you're gonna screw up the team. Like what, one is character- the build that was... Yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, oh no, I was, I was just gonna say, one character in particular that I can think of, Hades. Oh my goodness. Hades used to have so many different builds that he could go, but one of his biggest ones was just like, uh, what was it? I don't remember what the nickname for it was, but it was like an, it was pretty much like just an ultimate, ultimate build. It's just an instant fear to instant ultimate build, and then you just keep repeating it over and over again. It was so broken. But of course, you know, they had to patch that and nullify his effects a little bit so you know, he could stop steamrolling everybody. Like, I guess we'll, I would add one more thing here before we go ahead and uh, end this end this podcast with uh, since we're talking about with the bills and everything. Uh, and I feel like one of the things when cause when Spike Pro League's now gotten a lot more popular is I just feel like people will watch that and like they'll see whatever it is that those people are building and they just assume that is the build. Mm -hmm. Like that, like, like, like there's nothing else that's better than that. And like you can mm -hmm. 
if you're building something else other than that, you're wrong. And it's just me like, just, you can't just, and that goes back to the, how the building works. You can't, it's interchangeable in some items. You, you can switch things around to work for your play style, right? Like I'm not going to build an item that like polynomicon, right? I'm not going to build polynomicon if I'm not going to be sitting there hitting with a basic attack after just using mm -hmm. an ability. It just, it doesn't make sense, right? Like if that's not how I play that character, whether regardless of it, if it, maybe I'm not getting the maximum output or not, that's not how I'm playing the character. I would get mm -hmm. less output building that item than I would if I built something else to my play style. And I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people just, they, they don't think people can play different ways. Like there apparently there's only one way to win. And it's, it's the meta way, man. That's the meta way, the baby. Meta way. <laughs> and Smite will always stay the meta way.